0: Good evening and welcome back to another episode of Historical Light, an independent Masonic podcast focused on the historical events and aspects within Freemasonry. I'm your host, Brother Alex Powers, and thrilled to be back with you once again. And we have an amazing episode tonight. I got to apologize firsthand. Obviously, the video quality here and the audio is going to be a little different than normal, but we're not in the studio tonight. We are live on location in Wyoming, and you're going to find out where right after this on Historical Light
1: welcome back to the historical light masonic podcast dedicated to illuminate our past and bring our masonic history to light since 2016
0: So he'll enjoy show. the show. Nope. Hi, guys.
2: Let me turn this around. How <laughs> many you turn this around? Sure. We're
0: going to do it this way. Good evening, brothers. Welcome back. Sorry for the unorthodox setup this evening. Obviously, technical difficulties has a history of its own, but we are live on location in Laramie, Wyoming this evening. And as you see, we're in the local Masonic Temple. And tonight we're going to meet some amazing brothers that are members of this temple. They're going to tell us all about its history, its current and its future. So let's dive in and meet some of these brothers. My brother.
2: What's your name again? Uh, Brother Richard Brown. Brother um, Richard Brown,
0: thank you so much for being here and uh, helping us schedule this this evening. Of uh, course. if you don't mind, we're gonna go through with some introductions and learn who everyone is. If you would tell us a little bit about yourself and your history in masonry.
2: Uh, so I originally am from uh, Torrington area, uh, Wyoming, and that's where I started my Mason journey in 2019. And uh, it uh, got my uh, entered apprentice in um, Torrington, uh, lodge number 29. Gathered my fellow craft in uh, Guernsey Lodge and then master masons here in uh, Laramie, Wyoming. So yeah,
0: fantastic. Thank you so much, brother. And I can't wait to explore this temple with you. My brother. Thank you so much for being here this evening. If you would tell us uh, your
2: name and a little bit
0: about your history of
2: masonry. Yes. uh, My name is Jake McKenzie. Um, I did all my degrees here, you know, EA fellow crafts master. Um, Family history, of masonry, goes mostly back to Scotland. And uh, me and my father were the only two Freemasons to be raised in America so far from our. Oh family. wow, that's fantastic!
0: <laughs> that's fantastic. So well, thank you so much for being here. Can't wait to learn more about you and this amazing temple you're part of. Your thank you for being here, my brother. Avery, thank you so much for being here. If you wouldn't mind, tell
3: us who you are and a little bit about your <coughs> Masonic background. Certainly my name is Don Porter and you don't have time for all of that on a <laughs> one-hour broadcast. I'm an older member of this lodge. I have moved into this town of Laramie 20 years ago and joined this lodge Laramie Lodge number no. three uh, at that time. So I'm a dual member with my original lodge which is in Newcastle, Wyoming in the north part of the state and I was up there for a number of years also. <clears throat> I have the distinction of being a 50-year member and that's uh, something I didn't think I'd ever get because I thought I was a late bloomer and I didn't join till I was 30 years old now that, okay. that'll let you know what's going on so anyway <clears throat> masonry is a big part of my life uh, I've hold I don't hold now any offices except past so But I have been um, an officer here and for the state of Wyoming and uh, have enjoyed doing all the work I do and I still do, Uh, just like be involved. The other night, a few of us went over to a little old town called Saratoga, Wyoming to help a struggling lodge have enough members so that they could open and get some business done. So we still are active in trying to do things like that age should not slow you down any more than the man said because just don't let the old man in there you go
2: can't
0: be said better than that thank you so much brother my brother
1: Hey thank you so much for
0: being here please remind me of your name and your masonic background
1: yes my name is philip roberts and i have been raised in the Laramie lodge so i was recently raised this year and uh, my journey's been very interesting one uh so this lodge is improving and i took on a new position to be the webmaster to help them with their social media presence so we can bring on new members but uh that's just a little bit about me but i'm really looking to learn more about masonic history that's the reason why i joined fantastic yeah plus my wife actually has a lot of members that are freemasons and eastern stars so that's quite a big thing for us so yeah
0: awesome thank you so much for
1: being here brother thank you very much i appreciate that
0: well i can't wait to dive in and learn a ton about this actual building that we're in here, and Freemasonry in the area. Uh, So brothers, if you don't mind, if we can kind of uh, explore the building, if you'd show us around and tell us some about the history, about how this place got started, and then we'll lean into where we're at today and where we're going
3: in the future. You want to start? Well, this building is newer than the Laramie Lodge number three. Uh, The Wyoming Grand Lodge was started by four lodges down here, Cheyenne, Laramie, uh, a lodge in a place called South Pass City, and the lodge in Evanston. And they grew out of that from the 1890s into the Grand Lodge of Wyoming. This building was started and completed in 5911 if that means anything to anyone, good good brothers that you are. And it was rededicated in 6012. So we've had this building for, now we're looking at a 125 year anniversary. Wow. So yeah, that's what this building is. It is the original. There are four cracks in the foundation is all. For a building wow. this size. So it's amazing construction that those members did way back when. But they were Masons. There were people that knew how to build. Sure. And to make things last. So but <clears throat> more than happy to begin to show you around and we can start would love wherever to. you would like to start. Well, we're we're in the lodge
0: room now. So do you guys want to talk about the lodge room now or do you think it'd be best to come back here? <coughs> yeah we can do it now okay let's talk about it and i do want to touch on one point because you talked about the amazing construction of this building which is huge to have those foundational roots that are you know sturdy in place but as old as this building is the maintaining of it is just as huge all the brothers from then through today that have put that time and that labor in to keep this as an amazing edifice of masonry is just as massive a story because We see, at least all through Kansas, and I'm sure every state can align and not, but we see so many of our temples crumbling, and often it's because they're so neglected, unfortunately. So seeing this amazing thing here that you guys have done, this is huge props to you and everyone before you that's brought it to this point.
3: Well, thank you. There's a lot of brothers that have worked hard on trying to keep this maintained. Um, The building itself has been added on to twice. Is that right? we'll see that when we get back to the kitchen area and to to the big room. But masonry, like in many places in the 1950s and 60s, was really, really heavy. And it was so heavy that I want to point out to you, since we're in the lodge room. Sure. This lodge is Gem City Lodge number 52. And it is now incorporated into Laramie 3. But it was started from Laramie 3. Is that right? Because we had so many people that needed to be involved and did to be working with it. So, as you can see, the pictures from starting back up there, and I think I can give you the dates off that because I don't remember. Yeah, 1953. And it goes clear down to where we get over here to 2005. Yeah, 2005. Sorry, 2005. That's when amazing. They, when they finally said we don't have enough, so we consolidated. Sure. But that was the heyday, and so with all of these people and the followers of all of those people on that other wall over there, that goes from back in the 1880s, original Grand Master Master of the Lodge on the top left-hand corner. So that'd be our
0: first, first Master of Lodge over here?
3: Yes.
2: Wow.
0: And this is truly an amazing display that you guys have this as well. Picture
2: was- Framed in 1939, but it's from 18, uh,
3: 1872. Yeah. Wow. When this first got started. And so that's everybody that's been served as master of this
0: lot. We see some brothers that were proudly serving in the military as well. That's really highly
3: decorated. There are a lot of members that are from the military. Is
0: that right? As a matter
3: of fact, as you're standing here before them. Yep. And,
2: that's fantastic. All four of us. Uh, Phil was in the Marine Corps. Jake, you were in the uh, Army. Yes. Army. Army. National Guard. Okay. And then Marine Corps.
0: That's fantastic. <coughs> so now do we oh and of course <laughs> and of course the one that always shares our episodes out, US Army as well.
3: Very good. Thank you for your time.
2: Thank Thank you
0: guys. So now I'm curious, is that something that we see throughout the whole history of this line? Or has there been a lot
3: of military within the membership? Just at times. At times, at times there's no active military, but at times we're finding more and more people that have military backgrounds appreciate.
2: Yeah, Mason. I mean, I've heard that a lot. Part mm-hmm. of the reason why I joined Freemasonry was for the the brother the brotherly love, camaraderie, and the, and the friendship that I could find in a lodge like this. And, and there's indeed. a lot of structure
1: too. Yes, with like a lot of this right. stuff.
2: Right, it's really good. Yeah so I, I just wanted to point out before uh we were allowed we built this lodge we were also in a uh, in, the, in a building in, in ivanson bank which is down on third street okay and or second street excuse me I Do apologize and it was uh, we held the lodge up above uh when it was still when we were still associated with uh the colorado grand lodge before we were even a, 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 a grand lodge in wyoming
0: Fantastic. So now Wyoming came out of the Colorado Grand Lodge? Yes. Part. Okay. Yes. So then we have direct succession then because Colorado came from Kansas. Right. So there we have it. Well, no. <laughs> yes or no.
3: <laughs> we have three of the original lodges came out of Colorado. Okay. One of them came out of Nebraska. Is that right? By where they had already had their charters and they were on dispensation to that. The lodge that I was telling you about in South Pass, just now, this year, got its chart. It has been a lodge under dispensation for all of those years. Wow. And it is now South Pass Lodge number 85? No, 18 whatever, 1885 numbered historical lodge. So we meet once a year up there and go to the live meeting. That is really cool. In this place, it's a ghost town basically. But there you go, South West. West City. Everybody went through South X Yeah, through Wyoming. Everybody. So yeah, it was natural. Well, you know, I'm I'm staring around
0: this amazing lock room that you guys here have here, and I'm wondering. I mean, an amazing setup. First of all, the chairs comfy. I've sat in them. Not no, no. not like a lot of the chairs you see in Kansas that are very stern and make you want to leave soon these make you want to stay around a while
3: make sure you don't get one that's got the spring
0: <laughs> exactly but i'm curious seeing the yeah. decorations in this room and how beautiful it is has this changed over the years or is this pretty much what I we would expect this is on? original
3: furniture is that right it's been redone but these chairs uh, the big curved ones and there's a few others uh, are original except they didn't change that back row. They got it out of a theater. So those are old theater seats on that. But.
0: Okay, so I was expecting the exact opposite. I would have thought those would have been original and these would have been newer. So these are some of the original chairs
2: then. Pick it up, carry the wow,
0: that is amazing.
2: I love that. Actually, the, the uh, theater chairs actually come from, it's shut down now and it's been shut down for a few years sadly, but it comes from this, uh, the, uh, the Laramie Theater. The original theater downtown, and it's still a standing building, and it still occasionally gets used as as a as a uh, stand up theater for the University of Wyoming.
0: Just another way to integrate local history into the lodge. That's fantastic. Now the the kind of sectional seatings, if you will, in the corners. I've never seen that in the lodge before. Is that unique to this lodge, or do you guys have that other places within the jurisdiction? I have no idea. No, that that's really cool. Actually, the only ones I know. Very, very neat. I love the architecture in here. Love it.
3: There have been additions over the years. You can see when you step over here, there's a big stone over there that they saved and came from the other lodge, I believe. It's a rough ashlet. Oh, so the the rough ashlet actually came from the old lodge. That's awesome. Very, very, as very good. As for which we helped to use the shape. There you go. To the smooth one on the other side. Which makes it easy to teach.
0: Now, assuming from the side chairs we talked about, the officer chairs, would we assume those were original at that point as well? Yeah.
3: Think wow. We're be better, yes.
0: That is very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Just to think about the generations of leadership that have served in those very chairs,
3: right? This wall has the charters on it, except for 52. And because 52 is no longer chartered, its charter hangs in the anteroom. Okay, but this is the different organizations that have been in here and are still here. We have the old original written up here the Royal Arch Council. And uh, encampment and the grand ones. uh The Eastern Star. And you'll see there were two of those. Uh, there were two chapters here. One of them still should be pulled down out. But there's just one chapter now. Okay. And you see there's three missing though. There is
0: three missing.
3: I can't tell you who they were, but at one sometime there was an organization allowed to use this. Okay. And so they took their charters with them and they did that. But you have like the Knights of Pythias, the Knights of Columbus. Sure. the Knights of Columbus, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that may be a, a little long stretch, <laughs> <laughs> especially in years past. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so okay. well, this is our big room. We see it halfway filled up a couple times a year when we have a, a big thing going. That's amazing. But they tell me that it it up into about nineteen seventy. It pretty well filled up for most of it. One of the things that happened with our lot here is Monday nights. We've met on Monday nights for years. Okay. <clears throat> about 30 years ago, somebody came up with something called Monday Night Football. Yeah,
0: It's has plagued masonry
3: for just as long. Yeah, and so that's what happened. A lot of them would say, yeah, well, I do not see the ball game. So, And they were older members and so they just didn't come out. So we have lot of that. So we can go show you a little of the other part. Fantastic, let's do it. Yeah, one of the neat things, there's only three, three places in the state. You see that there are three columns of the proper top. Yes. For the master. You see that there are two columns on that end of the building with the proper top of the column. Right. And the singular one for the junior warden with the proper tops. Indeed. That, as far as I know, was originally put in this. Wow. In 1911. And it's very unusual, there's only one other, one that I've been in, in the state, and that is the big cathedral, the temple in Cheyenne. Craftsmanship on this stuff that had to be done handmade is just beautiful.
0: Oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that—that that is a lot of
3: hard work that went into those. Well, yeah. Everybody has to go around in the back rooms, right? So we have a lot of storage, lots of storage, in there um, for the Eastern Star, for the Job's Daughters, and then hopefully for the Dean Lay again. Yes, that is
2: a big hope. Uh, in back years ago, this used to be a project uh, where they'd have the, gotcha. the, whole, the, big, projector, the yeah. big projector and it'd shoot across, and, it, and you, you, you'd have it sitting in here, right here, right, and it'd right. be going, it'd be going the whole time.
0: Yeah. Now, so, I'm try to remind me, babe, that last time we were out here, I did get to step into another lodge. Do you remember where that was? In Wyoming? Wasn't it? There was a park with the uh, the gazebo in the middle, and there was a lodge to the side. The whole family went out there. I, it had to be in Wyoming. That was Iowa? All right. It's <laughs> making me think, though. It was eastern Wyoming. It was eastern Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this is a lot playing. more friendly, though, because the one they had was up towards the ceiling, okay. and in this room there was actually a loft that, and they call it the suicide loft. And I can understand it with those old lanterns as hot as they would get, but a yeah. guy would go up there and have to lay down and open up the thing, just you know, switch out those slides. This looks a lot more accommodating.
2: Very <laughs> than, much so. than the That's other right option. Sure. <laughs> we do have the uh, room of reflection in the far corner. Fantastic. Painted completely black
0: now curious okay um is, is that is that mainstream in the jurisdiction here or uh, is that I, just allowed
2: uh so in torrenton it exists and in guernsey it exists but other than those three lodges i do not know
0: okay the i just mean, asked because I, I noticed in a lot of jurisdictions it, it, it can be hit and miss. right in kansas the way uh, our grand lodge goes about it is they're perfectly fine with it but in their sense it's not included in the ritual so there's no there's no jurisdictional guidance over it it happens before lodge so then it's open to you and as long as it's not brought up during the open lodge then it's it's good to go so you see a hit and miss in that factor but that's beautiful you guys have that it's still used for royal okay fantastic
3: yeah
0: Yeah. so so awesome
3: because it's just a third story and it's got more storage okay and closets and like i said there you closets were up there for about five or six different organizations to keep your stuff in We have one more engine that we let use the closets and use this. However, I don't want to talk about them any more than that. It's kind of a hush-hush.
0: Fully understand that.
3: (laughs) So, anyhow, that's where we got. Somebody closed my door. It's got to stay open for heat.
0: There you go. (laughs) So, did you guys used to have, like, commandery in here or anything? We still do.
2: We still do? Okay.
0: Because I've I, I seen a lot of the older lounges, usually the upstairs will be like where their lockers used right. to be and such. So we so have
2: those actually behind. So they are up there
0: as yeah. well.
3: That's really cool in behind their storage. Room. Yep. Very neat. And
2: then if you look at the architecture up here, just the windows, this whole, this is a continuous window. Oh, wow. Okay. That's cool.
3: Yeah, these are all under. You just take a little pole and open it up. There you go. That was a vending system at the time. All right. So. So, this leads us
0: back out to our main I lobby. Out here. This was new. Okay.
2: Oops, oh, sorry. Oh. Here. 1991. We'll get a John shot of some of these pictures real so quick. So, these are actually our original uh, founding members. Wow, okay. Nice.
3: Very cool. Uh, do we happen to know who this guy is? Don. Oh, yeah. I, think, uh, I think that's ralph mcclennie ralph mcclennie
0: hey if there's a yeah. photograph of a guy i've always got to know i'm,
3: I'm that nerdy guy <laughs> <laughs> he was a grandmaster okay for, uh, in 1950 something I I it's the first commander Wasn't this the first commandment? I
2: don't
0: know. Okay, so you guys got some really neat pictures over here. I'm seeing the first Grand Lodge building, the old Knights of Pythias Hall, which was an old house. Cooper Building, Collins Building, old grocery
3: store, and the uh, old bank edward and they used the upstairs of all of those at different times
0: oh so the lodge actually met within all these buildings wow
3: as did most lodges they were upstairs over some business very cool Uh so now this here says the first
0: grand lodge uh was first grand lodge located in this area
2: so it it was held for the for the first grand lodge meeting meeting was actually held here in
3: here in uh, Wyoming that's yeah. cool that is very very neat by proxy
0: yeah and we see a neat addition from some good friends of the show jeremy how you doing brother the amity acacia book gotta show uh show some love to those guys very very cool all right well i'm also noticing some of these really neat door knockers you guys have that's got. a gift can you tell us a
3: little bit about those? That's a gift. And I think, well, I think I can. Yes. A gift to Laramie Lodge from Friendship and Brotherly Love from the Highlands Lodge in Colorado. Wow. Number 86 in Colorado. They used to be when both were active, really active back and forth all the time. So they brought up this set of door knockers.
0: That's fantastic. I love those. They're good door knockers. They're quality too.
3: Yep. Yep.
0: The woodwork in this building is fantastic. And again, it's as we've talked about, well-kept okay. though. I mean, it's in good shape. Yep. So I'm noticing so, you guys got an elevator as well. Uh, That's what I said. 1991, they
3: put in an elevator. <laughs> We're just in the process, and hopefully by the first of next month, we'll have this operational.
0: That's fantastic. A new
3: one. It's good, and hopefully get it done.
0: This has There's,
3: been a, go ahead, Don. But
2: This has been a project for years to get this fixed two years to get okay this fixed. since
3: we really started right but we talked about it for two- <laughs> <laughs> Hey,
0: it wouldn't be masonry if you hadn't <laughs> no honestly i i think that's fantastic and the uh the initiative that you guys have taken to get that back in order is huge uh because most lodges are all familiar with the chair lifts going up the stairs, and those things scare the hell out of me, man, so <laughs> uh, state-of-the-art elevator.:
3: one in this building. Is that right?
0: Is Wyoming sta about that?: the width
3: of?: Yeah, because it's a public building. The width of the stairway was that much too narrow.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Thank,
3: thank goodness. Yeah, that would have been a terrible investment. Yeah,
0: And yeah, they break down all the time, and they just yeah, it scares
3: me. Yeah, for sure.
0: But it would have
2: been a terrible investment. Yeah. I know that all too well. (laughs) (laughs) We've seen that a lot. All right.
3: When you have a meeting of uh, 30, 40 or more people, it's very uncomfortable because this is the only bathroom on (laughs) this (laughs) floor. Understand that. Yeah, our home lodge is about the same. <laughs> so anyway, Big us down downstairs. All right. Well, I
0: will let you guys lead the way because I don't know where I'm going. Yeah.
3: Down this way? Yes. All right. This was, <clears throat> still is, you can see it's still on the construction. The Room for the Ladies and the Eastern Star. All of their records are in here. Okay. And you can see that they got things moved around because they had to get to where they could fix that. Wow. Um, But all of their collections are in here that they can use. Unfortunately, it's all covered with dust and dirt and all that stuff. A lot of this belonged to a lady by the name of Elsie Hinn, who was a general grand officer in 1978, I think, 79. Okay. So a lot of the collection is from her house. Just they picked up the cases and just brought them over. Wow! She had, she had all the stuff. So well, she was quite the historian of herself. Then she was a very sweet lady. Her husband ran this place as a custodian for about 20 years. So wow. they were both very, very active in that. You can go through that door and it's a ladies' room, almost strictly original. But this, so they could close this off and women could have all access in here. There you it's go. Design it.
0: Gotta love the old push-button switches. Yeah. <laughs> my, uh, my home lodge in Gardner, Kansas, we, we have the same thing oh, throughout.
3: Yeah. So anyway, we had this on, and it's, it's kept up pretty well for the women, so. But they had their big meetings here. They just had their one, and they're do for another one, so. Fantastic. Yep. Across the hall is something I'm kind of proud of. Some of the library yeah. goes back in the 1910s, 1920s, where we that cabinet. Some of the newer stuff is in this one. But uh, we have a lot of donations, and then some people have you know, given us what they had for somebody passed on. So we oh, yeah. have some of these great cases in there. But uh, yeah, this is way back and way back.
2: Here's your. Korean temple. Right
3: there. Yeah. What else? a Shrine Club. Yeah.
2: So that, that, that effectively knocks it down to saying that we did have a Shrine Club at one point here in the army. It's
3: his feeling. He's in charge. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. let this? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. Could, he just joined. Us, so, hey. <laughs> this is awesome. Yes. You have quite the collection here. Yeah, yeah, quite the place. And a lot of morals and dogma. Everybody <laughs> has morals and dogma, that's right. Everybody has morals and dogma. Please <laughs> <laughs> <Not laughs> <every laughs> do.
1: <is.
3: laughs> Some people's
2: you not too long ago. These boards, I think, uh, right before the beginning of the Masonic meeting, these boards were fully covered uh, with uh, clippings from newspapers and everything that we have done in the last few okay. years. They've just been taken down so we can start over and fill them back up. That's fantastic. Uh, not to backtrack at
0: all, but I'm noticing the uh, the bookshelf where you said the newer books were. Uh, it's kind of hand painted at the top. Said so presented by two Welts brothers. W. I mean, uh, can you tell yeah. us anything about? Any I don't about know numbers? anything about
3: them. It okay.
0: That's a beautiful cabinet. Yeah, And, of course, the dining hall. Yes.
2: This is where we normally have our... Uh, um, we have uh, the Eastern Star ladies put on a dinner uh, the third Monday of every month for uh, us brothers. And uh, we make probable donations to them to continue to do so. Mm-hmm. Let's turn on. But uh, like this is where we normally have it now. Um, there a so yeah, a
3: There is a
0: that's beautiful. So you guys have gone through this pretty
2: cool circumstances
0: in, in maintaining and showcasing some of the history you guys have. Yeah. Which is amazing because in a lot of lodges we literally see this stuff just in a back closet. And most- People don't even know it's there, yeah. and it just kind of rots away over the years. You guys have came up with some really unique and beautiful ways to not only showcase but preserve by yeah. keeping in better circumstances than normal.
3: That's the back wall of the original building. Wow. Okay. When they started making additions on there, and I don't know what they used for a kitchen before that, but when you did that. So that, that addition on. Okay. here is Here. am Because then you built the addition in the back. It just keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty dim. Watch the steps.
0: This yeah. is exactly what gets me into Masonic history, not just seeing a lot of room, we're getting to be that nerd that explores the back rooms. <laughs> <sideways>. <laughs>
2: I love it. Thank you, guys.
3: Yeah. Anyway, to put these two big units in is the heating system for the new room that's built on the side of it. Sure. So, unusual but they're mounted in upside down all oh, the heat, okay all of the heat goes into the force clear across to the other room wow and then on baseboards the heat comes out unusual but you can
0: tell that would that. be taking some work too yeah. going through concrete
3: oh yeah they just busted out concrete and whatever so huge things
0: but, I mean, to be able to climate control a facility this size, you've got to have some good
3: equipment, too. Yeah. Wow. Holy cow. And The new kitchen. The new kitchen. Right. And this used to get used lot more than it does now. But four, five, six times a year, we use it. Wow. Or we can lease it out to some group that wants to do it. We just have one birthday party. So useful. So, and our shrine brothers gave us two brand new stoves. The uh, iron monsters that they had in there, I think they came back from 1912 They are just—they were huge. So all of that's been replaced now with good electric. Wow, yeah, looks like very Yeah. Uh, so like you got an handle system in here as well? Or? <laughs> <laughs> that was here. That's our. Yeah, we have to have that in the kitchen you have wow. to have that I'll go get the
2: lights but wait there's wow stunning
3: and I've seen this rebuild really up it when it's like three people under the tables. this is beautiful yeah it's very well done so, was this for the app? This was done in the 50s when they And the were 90s. and then the uh, And um you And know,
1: And
0: I think we're back for anyone. It was that we put out And still having a little bit of trouble. We might work back towards the front until we can secure some better connection. But so this is fantastic, man. You guys have. Some really amazing history taking part in the lodge. What did it that brought you guys? What really made this lodge known to you guys? So we want to join here.
2: Um, so really, it's a uh, it comes down to uh, a lot of the brothers that that uh, exist.
0: We're back, as you know, old concrete buildings fans of cell phone signal but we're back in the lodge room now and we'll be able to talk
1: yeah we'll get the lights back on.
0: some more about this amazing temple after you hear me fat guy pant from running up the stairs (laughs) so sorry about that brothers. before we before we cut out we're talking about we've explored some of the amazing history that you guys have and have kept to an amazing degree here. Right. What is it that made this lodge stand out to you guys to want to join here?
2: So, uh, I mean, realistically, I was already a member uh, of a uh, Torrenton Lodge number twenty nine, and my wife and I moved here, and this was this was it for me. Uh, unless I wanted to travel an hour to go to another lodge in Cheyenne. Sure. So, realistically, this is what I had.
1: You lucked out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Phil, what about yourself? Uh, interesting to note that when you come into Laramie, you actually see a signage that says all the different clubs and organizations next to the University of Wyoming. Sure. I believe that the temple is advertised right there. And then right next to City Hall, which I don't know if you guys saw it yet, but we're right next to it. So our building looks similar to City Hall's building. So that stood out to me. Yeah. That is cool. That's why I joined. It looks interesting. Plus, I always wanted to do this. But yeah. yeah. So I was asking
0: the guys, obviously with all the history you have here, what, what is it that made this lodge stand out to you to, to join it in the first place?
2: So a big part of it was so I originally tried joining them when I was living in Casper. Gotcha. So I just could not get a hold of them <laughs> to save my life. So while I got here, that was much easier. So I just got the ball rolling and that's why I chose lodge number three.
0: <laughs> that's
3: fantastic.
2: <laughs> Brother
3: <did> sitting?
0: <laughs> No, no, you sit, sit. By all means. So we we were talking about the history of the lodge. It's amazing. It's been kept so well. But when you were coming to join this lodge, what is something that made this lodge in particular stand out to you to want to join here?
3: Well, I moved to Laramie. Well, there you go. It was, I guess, I told you, you know, I've been it for years. Joined a lot of good. And then they did a lot of work around the state, and the code, which we don't really know. Yeah, you are to seek out and join the local. Wow. Yeah, that's what the code says. Seldom does it get done. Um, one of the reasons I think that happens is when they try to join in their second loss, I'm to yeah.
0: And All right, brothers. We still got a few of you out there, I'm seeing, and we're having some trouble with the uh, the cell phone service up here to be our camera. we're gonna have a conversation and try our best. So uh, if you're having trouble hearing, please just uh, throw that in the comments. And of course, yeah, I'm oh, sorry, Mark. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Uh, but of course, when we edit this up for the audio podcast side, we'll try to doctor as much as I can uh, to make it a smooth transition throughout. Um,
3: brother, I'm so sorry. We really noticed that you right. you? you're hearing it? You said somebody can't hear. It. Well, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough.
0: You know, it brought up a really amazing point about the code of basically local jurisdiction, and that's something that we had in Kansas for a long time as well. um, That each lodge has their own jurisdiction essentially within the community, and anyone that lives within that lodge's jurisdiction was tied to that. And that's since been removed, and there's been debate here and there of you know was that the right stance or is it better? And I would say in today's world, I think it's better to go without it because. Every lodge has such, at least in Kansas, is what I can speak for. uh, Every lodge you'll find has such a different personality. And some lodges just fit people a lot differently than
3: every other person. Do you see that here in Wyoming or? You have city lodges and country lodges. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, well, we have city lodges in our big cities. Our big cities here are 50,000. Sure. Right. And some of our cities that were cities are eight and nine thousand. Yeah. Then we have the others out there that are cowboys and roughnecks and everything else. And <laughs> then, sure. So, yeah, they're different. You find people that you fit in with. Yeah. Wyoming also changed that rule so that if you're in Wyoming, you're in the jurisdiction. Yeah. So that's the, one, the whole thing. I think most all states did that after the, they had a big discussion of that at the General Conference of Grand Masters, and many of them moved to that at that time, so. What year
2: would that be, Don, do you remember?
3: 1980, oh, maybe. 80. maybe, earlier maybe, but I can't tell you exactly, and I know discussion Well, I had to have a discussion for a number of years before you could do something. Well, of course. Well, that's, that's masonry, right? <laughs> I mean, except for these guys, they're gonna change it. Yeah, well, and we, we need that, right? That's right. Because that's the we only way need this. And I'm excited to have these guys in. And plus, we have two other brand new brothers that are both working to get in here. We have another one that's going to get his enterprise as soon as the master get can get him set up. And we mm-hmm. have a couple other people that have carried out petitions that aren't back yet. So, this lodge is going to grow. Sure. And it's really going to grow. People, <clears throat> excuse me. People my age, just get the hell out of the way. <laughs> you know, when they ask you to do something, do it. Help them out, but just other than that, yeah. let them do it. They're going to find ways in this modern day and age to do things, to teach, to teach the lessons. The lessons won't change. Method of teaching will change. Yeah, we're not using that old machine. You know that you have to put the gas lantern on and put the slides in. Uh, indeed although I know a lot still uses one and and they're really <laughs> cool able to build a touch back i think yeah. it is
0: important at the same
3: time but, but I'm lot number 29
2: still uses uh, not that old one I'm but sure that, too, a, a so old one. yeah
3: that's what the, you do but you know the new ways they've got to come out and be utilized 100% so they're so getting word. to get our good name out better they have got ideas of projects to do so I'm excited. And that's one reason I could show up. Cause I'm excited if I can help them out. I'm... Well, and, and that's what it's all about. I'm, I'm like, going to go home and go to bed at 830. <laughs> you know. Well, there you go.
0: <laughs> and I think that's the important, um, the important aspect for all of us to understand is that with all these generations involved that, you know, just because we have new generations coming in to take aspects, I, I get your sentiment of saying, get the hell out of the way, but at the same time, don't disappear. No. Because we still need your That's knowledge and your true. guidance, That's right? True. Yeah. And And that steady, I guess those, those layers of leadership there and knowledge is yeah. what helps keep something like this here and functioning. Yeah. Otherwise, you get those foundational cracks because we don't have the knowledge of the generations before that brought us to this point. But so if, we,
3: if it doesn't happen, there won't be any
0: happenings. This is That's fair. It. So we've got about 10 minutes left. I wanna cover, obviously that's an expedited time. And because we've had some issues tonight, I do wanna say that I'd love to have you guys on again for a more formal episode where we can touch into more in depth because there's so much here that we can't cover tonight. But in the time we have, I wanna talk about where we're at today in Laramie Lodge and what is our vision moving forward from here?
1: Well, I can speak on that actually. Fantastic. Uh, This is because of Rick Brown right here, brother Rick Brown his idea was to try to get our name out there because we sure. want to do more for the community. And as a consequence, we don't have a social media presence currently though w- from our last meeting, we are actually doing that right now. And I have a background in social media and I, I do that for my business itself. And it actually helps with bringing in people and numbers. And so that's a really positive aspect of this uh, whole, whole endeavor that we've we've came together to build like a, a, a festive community. Right. So that's what we're doing. Uh, we have our own committee that's dedicated to outreach. And I think Rick Brown can really speak on this because this was his actual idea. So he's really proud to see you guys. So yeah. essentially
2: what the, the whole goal of it is, uh, you know, kind of like this, not necessarily like the Shriners, but getting the Blue Lodge out in parades Getting us more uh, in contact with the local four H groups, you know, buying steers, hogs, whatever, what, whatever it is from the from the local four H clubs, and sponsoring kids and getting them uh, more involved with uh, getting well us more involved with the community because uh, half the kids, you, you know, at the local high school or you know at the University of Wyoming, for the fact of that matter, most of them don't even know that this building even exists, let alone that yeah we have a presence here. And, you know, being able to do this, this podcast with you, brother Andrew, it, it, it's, it's, <laughs> this helps us tremendously. God, it's my pleasure. So, I mean, th- this is a huge step, you know, kind of a stepping stone for us. And I really appreciate the time. No. Thank you so much. Thank I, you very yeah. much.
0: My thank pleasure. And, and thank you guys. Cause I mean, th- this is what makes it for me to be able to come in, meet you guys and see how Masonry is transacting outside of just my own vision and what I'm able to experience personally. What about you, brother?
2: <laughs> he just texted me that we're doing this, so it's so <laughs> <That's>
1: the honest <laughs> truth, though. Thanks. But you're here,
0: yeah, and that speaks volumes.
2: I, I, I'm pretty much just on standby, and then I just get text,
3: and I show up.
0: That's we all that's how need you. We all need <laughs> that. You're the brother
2: <laughs> that we need, literally. Uh, all we are the podcast, okay, But well, we, we
1: should promise. definitely do this again, and we really appreciate to do a follow up. So we, I would so love to. How, how we improve from where we are now to you know the future so yeah that's what we're trying to do we're trying to improve
3: 100 percent. so okay. if you want to make it back through the cornfield someday mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i definitely will i definitely will and
0: you guys just let me know when you're ready i can't wait to hop on In a more traditional stance we don't have the uh the technical difficulties but um I know as, as we've explored so much here, we've only scraped a little bit of dust off the surface because there's so much more story uh, to this amazing temple plus where it's at and plus where it's going. I can't wait to see with fresh blood, with solid, solid foundation of what has brought us here and seeing this all working together, this is masonry and this is what takes us into that next generation. So congrats to all of you guys and
2: please keep it up because masonry is a whole Needs what you guys are doing. Thank you very much. You, you bet. know, and to give a huge shout out to Don Porter here. It's it, brother Don. You, mm. <laughs> thank you so much for showing up. Yes, because your extensive knowledge My was brain necessary. Brain. I'd have been reading this out of a book. To My extensive yeah.
3: knowledge, but yes.
2: But your extensive knowledge is, is thank you. you bet. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, brothers, I want to thank you again so much for allowing me in. Obviously, this started two years ago when I was here for a graduation and saw this building on the corner of the street and got some selfies to uh, just so happening to be here on an episode night. And you guys being willing and amazing to open your doors to me and share some of your guys' fantastic history and vision Uh in honor. So thank you guys so much for accommodating and being here this evening means the world. Thank you, brothers. Yeah, thank you for being here. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. It's great yes thank all. you it's great to hear all of your history and about. as an old guy i want to thank you for bringing the i Happy to do it thank you so much thank you for everyone that's uh tagged in with us through the youtube side and over on the facebook side i know we had some technical difficulties we will get that cleaned up for the audio side and keep an eye out soon because we will have these brothers back on with me back in the studio and making it look all fancy But there's so much more story here to be told. Uh, So with that, brothers, until next time, keep preserving the history of Freemasonry. We will see you soon.